Welcome to the It Could Be Your Eyes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Collier. Through my decades of work in the field of vision, I've met thousands of patients, parents, educators, therapists, and doctors searching for solutions to the seemingly unsolvable. Challenging traditional medicine's new normal, we'll uncover that the root cause isn't necessarily what you thought it might be. It could be your eyes. Hi, welcome to the It Could Be Your Eyes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Collier, and today I have co-hosting with me, Jessica Lidke. Hey, everybody. And what we're talking about today is why is it that my child cannot see 2020? And that is better known as amblyopia. So Jess, tell us a little bit about your experience with amblyopia. Well, my experience with amblyopia started when I was a kid because I had amblyopia. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) So when I was little, the first thing I remember telling my parents was that I could see multiple TVs when I was watching TV. And one of them was blurry, but there were definitely two. And so my parents were like, oh, that's probably not good. So they took me to an eye doctor and, you know, found out that I had amblyopia, but they told my parents that it was just like a lazy eye, that I didn't have any eye turn or anything like that. It was just that one eye couldn't see 2020. So to try to make it 2020, they gave me a patch and I had to wear a patch for multiple hours every day. And I hated it and it was terrible, but I never actually got up to 2020. So when I was around eight years old, they gave me glasses and just said, well, you'll be okay because you have the other eye. And the glasses made my acuity a little bit better. I could see a little bit better, but I still never really could see out of my left eye. And that was just life. So I go to college and I get out and I just took it for granted that I couldn't see out of my left eye. And then I became a vision therapist, really interested in vision and learned more and discovered that, oh, there was more I could have done about it. Exactly. And now you help our little kiddos who have the same thing and you understand how much they hate patching, which we're definitely going to talk about in a subsequent episode. And today you're actually speaking with one of our moms, Bonnie, whose son was diagnosed with amblyopia by his optometrist. His amblyopia was a little bit different than yours because you actually did have an eye turn as well. Mm -hmm. And he actually did not have an eye turn. So his was considered refractive amblyopia. And what that means is that there's such a difference between the prescription and the two eyes that the brain does not use the two eyes equally. And the area of the brain that's responsible for clear vision doesn't actually fully develop. So what we do in our practice is we work with children who have this diagnosis. We do steer away from patching as much as possible because what we need is information going in from both eyes together at the same time to make everything clear. And then that's how the patient develops appropriate depth perception and everything like that. There are other causes for amblyopia. If we just wanted to kind of know that for educational purposes, there's organic amblyopia where there could actually be damage to the eye. So there could be something wrong with the center of your vision where it's called your macula. There can be something wrong with your optic nerve. There could be some sort of growth, something wrong anywhere inside of the eye, pathologically speaking. There's also deprivational amblyopia, 
where some kiddos are born with cataracts. So that cataract is blocking the information coming into the eye. That area of the brain doesn't develop appropriately. And then you have amblyopia. And then also you can have ptosis. So that means that the eyelid is kind of drooping in front of that eye. So then the information is not coming in clearly. And again, you develop amblyopia. In our practice, we treat refractive amblyopia, deprivational amblyopia, and we also treat strabismic amblyopia, which is the one caused by the eye turn, which is what Jessica was referring to for her experience. And so how do the kids usually respond to working on their amblyopia and what sort of gains do they usually make from that? So what's kind of cool about working with kids is that they often, like I did, just kind of take it for granted that they can't really see. And that's just how it is. But they don't even think that they can't see. They think this is how everybody sees. Mm -hmm. And then when things start to change and things start to get easier and things start to get better, that's when they're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. So sometimes they challenge themselves. And that's one thing that Bonnie is going to talk about when we get into the interview. Uh, You can hear how you know, sometimes they don't want to do the exercises every day. They're still kids. You know, it's like taking medicine. You don't always want to take your medicine. But once you realize that it actually helps you, that you can get better at the stuff that you really like, like sports or reading or things that are of interest to the kids, then it's like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to do this and I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to get better at this. And then, you know, it just kind of keeps improving, improving, improving. And they see something different than what they saw in the beginning. Like in my story, I saw two TVs. Bonnie's son did not see two TVs. He didn't have any sort of big thing happen. But he, he did turn his head. He did turn his head. He had other symptoms, but it wasn't like a, hey, mom, I can't see. Exactly. You know, it was just like, this is how it is. Yep. He compensated for it. Didn't think it was anything worth reporting, which is what we have with so many of our kiddos. Right. That's like when there's not something that changes, then there's nothing to report. And so it's kind of like really the importance of having your vision looked at and having your vision assessed to see if there's something going on because your children are just going to think that things are normal, you know? And what's particularly interesting about this patient experience is that they actually did our Built to Read program. Yeah. So do you want to tell our parents a little bit about that? Okay. So Built to Read is our totally at-home program. Uh, It's completely digital where we... Dr. Collier and I trained parents to be junior vision therapists. So we taught Bonnie, essentially, how to be the vision therapist for her son, James. And she was leading him through the exercises and activities at home. We only saw him for his initial exam to kind of identify the problem, know exactly what was going on, gave them the program, gave them all of the tools, the activities, video guidance to show them how to improve James's vision. And then they came back after 12 weeks. And that's the how long the program is. It's just 12 it. weeks. Yep. Exactly. Holy Toledo. He doesn't have amblyopia anymore. Yeah. He was so excited <laughs> that he could see 2020. It was adorable. The really great thing about our digital program is, like Jess said, it's only 12 weeks long and it's rehabilitating things like amblyopia. And in his case, he actually did have an examination with me first, but that's not even necessary right, because right. how our program works is it goes through the foundational skills of normal visual development. 
So when we're thinking about vision development, we kind of overlook it and we just kind of think of eyes as being eyes and not really that eye brain connection as much. And what actually happens is the visual system is not robust enough to read for extended periods of time until you're in third grade. So when you're eight years old and we start reading, obviously, as we all know, well, before that at like four or five years old. So we skip some steps and we rush through some things and that kind of manifests itself in third grade, usually when you have that breakdown where children start to report a change in their vision, which happens to be the blurry distance vision. And that's why most kids get their glasses in third grade, their first pair of glasses, because that's when you switch from learning to read to reading to learn. So this program takes us all the way back through visual development and really starts by each phase going through the appropriate sequence. So you have that strong visual foundation. And when we're kind of building this new foundation, this strong visual foundation, a lot of these different visual issues like amblyopia kind of just go away because now we have the actual foundation that we should have. And that's what's really cool about it too, right? So you don't just have to have amblyopia for this to make a difference. I mean, really, when it boils down to it, especially with kids starting as early as they are, like you just said, you know, schools are pushing our kids to read so early. My first grader is reading so much, but these kinds of skills are important for every kid, whether they're showing symptoms or not. So really, with anything that a kid could be going through, built to read could be a really awesome tool. Exactly. Just like we want to make sure that they're developing how to walk appropriately as parents, we can actually observe that. With our visual system, we can't observe it, which makes it so much harder. So like when your kiddo has a speech issue, you can hear that and you're like, oh, something doesn't seem right. With vision, it's kind of like, it's very private. It's like what you see is kind of just your personal experience and whether or not you decide to speak about it is very personality based. Dr. Collier all the time, like we'll ask a kiddo, so how long have you been seeing two? And they're like, uh, forever. It's just like, yeah. And parents are like, oh, who knows? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you got to ask the right questions, you know? <laughs> so we're going to send you to our interview with Bonnie now. I hope it really opens your eyes as to a lot of different symptoms that can be coming up that, you know, could actually be your eyes. So stay tuned. If you could make a positive change in your child's reading ability and confidence with reading in just 20 minutes a day, you would jump at the opportunity, right? Of course you would. The 4D Built to Read program trains you, the parent, to become a junior vision therapist and provides you with tools, activities, and support you need to give your child a strong visual foundation so they can read, play, and take on whatever challenges they face. If your child is too bright to be struggling and getting low grades, or you've been told that in-office vision therapy would help, but you just can't find the time to commit, the 4D Built to Read program may be just what you're looking for at a fraction of the cost. Visit 4dbuilttoread.com or check out the show notes for a link to learn more. Hi, Bonnie. Tell me a little bit about your son, your journey, what was going on for you guys before you came to 4D? Well, honestly, we didn't really know that there was any issue until I took James in for his regular visit to the eye doctor. And she had a look on her face and said, I cannot get him to 2020 vision with glasses. I need to figure this out and I will refer you somewhere. And we found you guys, and he no longer has a refractive amblyopia. Woo! Yes! <laughs> Yay! So, I mean, 
not knowing you have much of an issue. It's pretty amazing when kids just think, well, this is how it is, right? Yes. This is how everybody sees, right? Exactly. Yeah. So James didn't complain of any like blurriness or anything funny with his no. vision. No, yeah. nothing at all. And he plays a ton of video games. I know, bad mom. But he plays a lot of video games and he loves them. And he talks to people from all over the world when he's playing them. So I'm totally cool with it. It's a lot of culture. It's a lot of learning, a lot of socialization. And once we started the process, he says, well, when it gets blurry, I just kind of turn my head this way and it, it's better. Or I just try to do this, mom, and it works. And then he's playing catch outside and the ball flies right past him. He has no idea that it's coming. <laughs> just things that I didn't realize were signs until after we started this process. Right. We hear that a lot too. It's like, oh, that's just him. He's just not into sports. He's just not a sports kid. You know, he loves his video games. We're good. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, because there are, there's all sorts. And even... You know, kids with great vision may not be into sports, but is it he's not into it because it's hard and it doesn't come easily? Or is he just not into it because he's not into it? But you kind of just figure, ah, that's James. <laughs> you throw a ball at him. <laughs> and so did anything in particular stand out to you about you know, from the time you did call 4D or when you first met with Dr. Collier or you came for your exam, was there anything that stood out to you which when the time came to say, hey, we have this program, you were like, okay, let's sign up? Aside from obviously the financial aspect, other locations that we had talked to were closer to probably $5,000 for the same type of program, but not even close to being as I don't want to say intensive, but maybe inclusive would be a better word. But aside from that, everybody on the staff were very welcoming. They, from the beginning, told him, you don't have anything wrong with your eyes. There's nothing wrong with you. We just have to fix your brain to make it work the right way. We're just going to make it wake up and make your eyeball wake up and tell it to start working the right way. That's all we're going to do. There's nothing wrong with you. You're perfectly fine. You're normal. You're happy. And that really meant a lot because it when you're younger and you hear there's something wrong, you're like, well, what did I do? And he's a very gentle soul that doesn't like to do anything wrong. He likes to do things right. <laughs> and I think a lot of kids are like that, right? You know, and he has this like warmth about him when I, I just met him for two seconds and he looks at me with this <laughs> smile like, oh, hey, James. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he just has this sweetness that radiates off of him. But he does. His nickname think, is Squishy because he's just, he's so sweet. And since the time he could get his arms around our necks, he would just squeeze so hard when he'd give us hugs. So Squishy has just stuck since he was a baby. He's <laughs> just Squishy. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's important to know, like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. Mm -hmm. This isn't just something exactly. you have to learn to deal with. It's okay. We're going to do these exercises just like if you want to get your arm muscles stronger. Exactly. We, you know, he went through football and it was, I hate practicing, but you got better when you did, didn't you? So then it's, okay, mom, let's get my eye work done. <laughs> 
And so what results have come out of that whole process to you? I mean, yeah, no refractive amblyopia. Woo! Yes. But, yes. <laughs> That's huge. What else does that mean in your world, in his world? Well, some of the other things, I mean, he's able to concentrate more and he's able to concentrate better on his quiet time work at school and his reading. He has more confidence, even if he won't admit it. There's more confidence there. Like ever since we found out the refractive amblyopia was gone, he was just sitting a little taller and a little straighter. And at dinner time, we talk about what happened good today for us. And his thing last night was, I can see 2020 out of both my eyes now. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> oh, he's, that's wonderful. He's doing really good all around. And it's been a big change from what it was. Not even realizing, you know, I told Dr. Collier that I didn't realize it until I was cleaning upstairs yesterday and the light hit it just right. There's a line down my wall from his hand where he used to hold the wall walking down the hallway. And I didn't realize it. And I'm like, he doesn't do that anymore. He'll run down the stairs. You know, he's not running into things. <laughs> so I can clean my wall. <laughs> and not worry about next week. There's going to be another smudge. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. And it's, again, it's one of those little things that you didn't necessarily notice before. Exactly. It's just kind of like, oh, you know. That's how he walks. That's what he does. Exactly. exactly. Kids, right? Fingerprints. Yes. That's what they do. But they, they have so many fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so awesome. Go, James. Go, you. And knowing all of this and knowing all that's changed, what would you say to a parent who's considering starting Built to Read or going down this path? I would tell him do it. It's literally the best thing for him and us. And it's not as hard or daunting as one might think it is. <laughs> but it was amazing. It was an amazing process. And I mean, I loved it. And we're still, I mean, we're still doing some of the things, but then we found other things that we love to do. And like Slapjack, he loves to play it. I never would have ever guessed that, but he absolutely loves to play that game and I'm really good at it. So it's a matter of who's better now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great when the game shifts to like, we're going to play this for you. We're going to make you better at this. And then it shifts to, okay, now I want to win. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's competitive spirit starts to kind of just a little bit. <laughs> like, who's going to win now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. How did it feel for you? Like when you saw that line on the wall, when you realized he was seeing 2020 in that moment, you're like, wow, like what did that feel like for you as a mom to see the progress that's been made? I felt a lot better. I a little bit of guilt for not realizing there was any issue before, but then, you know, we did what we needed to do and we we're getting better. We're making progress and things are changing for the better and he's happier and he can do so much more. And I know he's destined for greatness and now he can achieve that without any problems. <laughs> yeah. He's able to recognize his full potential because yes. he doesn't have the blocks of like, I can't really see that. I'll just, I'll make do. I'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we hear that one too, a lot. The mom guilt. Why didn't I see it before? Why didn't I recognize it? Hey, you know, this parenting thing, it doesn't come with any instructions. There are no, no manuals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> believe me, <laughs> I'm a mom too. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but I think it's very important, first of all, that, yeah, you recognize your kid is awesome and he's going to do great things and he's going to get there now because of the hard work that he did. But also now, hopefully that guilt is being able to better be a Swede because you're the one that did the work too. You're the vision therapist in this, you know, I had to go through a whole board certification, but you're the one who did the work, learned the skills and made it work for your child. So I think that's a, a really big thing that you have to brush your shoulders off. You got this. Yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot too. And I love learning new things. So it was a lot of fun actually to learning the different things that, that you can do even, you know, in my old age, I'm turning 40 next week. <laughs> the, the convergent and divergent thing. It's like, I'm not seeing three. I'm only seeing two and I'm seeing it on the right side, not the middle. Like, and he's going, well, I see it on the left mom. So you're weird. <laughs> but it's just things that it's like, hey, I can practice this a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Learning new things was pretty cool to go through the process. Was there anything else in the program that you felt was the most valuable or different like things that you liked about the program itself? I liked the variety. As we all know, kids can be very, they can get bored quick. And the variety really helps the flashlight games. Just the immense variety of different things that you can do in different ways to stretch your eyes and strengthen your eyes. It's just, he really enjoyed that. And it made it a lot easier when I told him, okay, it's time to get this done. And, you know, we would start the first day we'd go through like all five or however many are in each module. And we would go through them. And then the ones that he really loved, I would like, okay, put a check mark by those in my mind because those are the easier ones. And then the harder ones he would not want to do. And it'd be like, okay, we can do one of your favorites and then we're going to do this one. Right. And do one of your favorites, then we're going to do this one. And he's like, can we do the hard one first? So then it became, you know, less, that was really hard and more of, okay, let's just get them all done, mom. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it, were there any of them that he thought were really hard at the beginning, but then kind of saw he was getting pretty good at them? I believe it's the convergent. I don't remember which one. The one far away, where you're looking far away, he had a really hard time seeing that with his depth perception being not the greatest. Both of them actually were hard, but the hardest one was picking a spot far away and still being able to get those two faces to just line up into one. That was really hard. But by the end, he was like, I got this. Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was nice. That's it started awesome. out with me being like, okay, I'm going to slowly put it up there and we're going to work on this and we're not going to get upset with ourselves when we can't see it. To him, just like, don't worry, mom, I've got this. I love hearing that from kids. Don't worry, I got this. Like yes. when they have that level of confidence that can shine through, it's like, all right, it's my awesome. job is done. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. You got this, I got this. Cool, we're good. We're, let's go. <laughs> we got this. Let's just do it. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, I cannot, cannot be more proud of how well James is doing, how far he's come. Like, it's so 
cool to see the intended consequences. Like that was our goal. We wanted to get him to 2020, got it. But also those unintended consequences, the confidence, the ability to walk down the hallway, the, you can wash your wall, <laughs> throwing a ball with his brother and enjoying those kinds of things are just quality of life, right? Yes. And I think it's so cool to watch that you guys did this and we just gave you the tools, but you did the work. And I say it to the people I see here in the office, like, I'm just bossy. I didn't do it. You did it. I just, I'm bossy. And so you got to be the bossy one. You got to empower your child to overcome his visual barriers, to overcome things that were hard, to stick with it, to get through it. You found the way. So congratulations. Great job. We're so excited to see where he goes next. Me too. <laughs> and thank you guys for giving us those tools because there's no way I could have done it by myself. <laughs> I would have figured out something, but nothing, I'm really, really but probably not as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. And, and thank you so much for agreeing to sit down and do this. I'm really looking forward to sharing his story and having other families be inspired by it and see like what's possible for their own kids. So you're not only just helping James, you're helping other families out there. And that's our goal is to spread word. So thank you yeah. very, very much. No problem. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the It Could Be Your Eyes podcast. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Collier, visit us at 4dvisiongym.com. To train your vision at home, visit us at 4dvisiontherapyathome.com. Rate and review our podcast and email a screenshot to receive 10% off a new evaluation or any of our digital programs. Subscribe to join us for more eye-opening episodes as we dive deep into all the ways that it could be your eyes.